Hi friends, welcome to Happily Even After. I'm Life Coach Jen, a certified life coach that specializes in relationships. I'm a mom of four awesome kids and one amazing son-in-law, a home decorator, a remodeler, a shopper, a scrabbler, and a snuggler. I want to help you with your relationships, mainly the relationship you have with yourself, your family, and God. Thanks for listening and letting me share the tools I have learned that can help you live happily, even after some of life's greatest challenges. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast today. And today I have a little, um, I don't know if it's heavy, a heavy topic. It's just an interesting topic, I'm going to say. And it was actually the 2022 word of the year and it's gaslight. And so I'm going to talk about gaslighting and what it is. And if you have been gaslighted, how to get out of it and how to see it and know. And I'm just going to say, if your husband or wife has been cheating on you, you've been gaslighted. And I think sometimes, I mean, gaslighting, people definitely use it like like they use a narcissist. Everyone's a narcissist. Everyone gaslights. But honestly, I think we have all gaslighted someone in our life and wasn't conscious for sure, but we've done it. And so it's recognizing like, oh, because we don't want to be gaslighting people. It's it's emotional abuse. It is not a good idea. And it's very damaging to someone. Um, so the word gaslighting came from a movie, I think, in the 40s. And a man back in the day, and if you've ever been to San Diego, they have like the gaslight district. And they lit lights with oil and gas. Um, like they had oil in them and then they or gas. I guess they'd had gas in them. <laughs> Hence the gaslighting. Anyways, but so the the man, he would decrease the gas in the lights and his wife was like, it's really not very light in here. And he's like, you're crazy. Like, yes, it is. It's totally bright. But every day he would slowly like decrease the light more and more. And it was driving her crazy because she was like, her husband who she trusted and loved was telling her one thing. And she was like, So it was just the slow, gradual thing, which is what gaslighting is. So in the Webster's definition, it's to manipulate someone using psychological methods into questioning their own sanity or powers of reasoning. The abuser attempts to sow self-doubt and confusion in their victim's mind. It is a form of emotional abuse. It is very insidious, which means slow and gradual form of emotional abuse and it's very hard to detect so it it happens usually through a span of time it could be your entire marriage it could just be during the affair Um, and there's lots of other times that people gaslight it's just not when they're cheating on you but this is just the one that I've experienced and that I'm going to talk about but there are your parents could gaslight you you could gaslight your kids a boss could gaslight you an employee There's lots of ways, but just to be paying attention to what it is, what it looks like, so you can know what it is. And I think in our bodies and our spirits, it feels so wrong that you feel something, but when your person that you love is telling you that you're crazy, like you didn't see what you saw, um, we our natural tendency and we want to believe that person. We want to believe, especially someone that we respect and love and care about. A person that gaslights is trying to augment reality. They want to make things seem bigger or smaller than they really are. 
and they get you to question your memories, they are trying to control the outcome or situation, which is why someone that is having an affair, they don't want you to find out. They like the dual life in a way, right? It's exciting. They have this side person on the side and that loves them and just is thinks they're amazing and perfect. And then they have you and you might have kids and a job and all the stresses and you have to pay bills and make dinner and take the kids to soccer and all those things. And it's like this fantasy life versus reality. And how can you keep those going? Gaslight someone. <laughs> Anyways, and that, of course, there's many other manipulation techniques that you could use, but this is one that I think is probably happening a lot more than we realize. And so, and I think putting a name to it, it's not to tell people like you're gaslighting me, you're evil, you're wrong. It's just naming it so you can even know what it is, what it looks like. And I believe that a person doesn't sit down and say, oh, I'm going to gaslight my wife. Um, It's all unconscious. The thing that they're trying to do is not get caught. So how can I not get caught? So this is a manipulation tool. Person that is gaslighting wants a sense of, is getting a sense of control and pleasure out of it, out of doing it. And so it's working, right? If it's working, why change what they're doing? Because they're like, um, if you see a text message or something, you didn't see that. That's not what I meant. I can't control um, what that person says to me. Why are you snooping on my phone? They make it all about you and blame you for it. The person that gaslights has a need and how they choose to fill their need is to get another person to do it or believe them. So they have a need to have this relationship on the side. And how can I get my wife or husband to help me meet that need? I need to make sure I lie, bury the truth they don't find out. Their intent is to deceive. This is why when someone is doing something dishonest or lying, they will gaslight someone that is trying to figure it out. So, of course, you hear the people like, oh, I had no clue. My husband was cheating on me for 20 years. I just think those people were in denial. They knew something, but they didn't want to deal with the reality. But then the women that are really like questioning and curious and like really trying to find out those husbands are throwing gas on that fire like crazy because they're like, oh my gosh, like I cannot get found out because I'm not ready for this other relationship to end. Gaslighting is a pattern that is repeated in the relationship or with the person doing it. They are doing it intentional to make you question reality. So I don't think they're consciously saying they're going to gaslight, but they are intentionally trying to, to throw you off their trail throw you off the path to make sure that you don't figure what they're doing out. But gaslighting in a relationship, people are like, well, if we're having an argument or whatever, is that gaslighting? No. When you get defensive, that's not gaslighting because there's lots of situations. We just are getting defensive. And defensiveness is something that's going on with you personally, not necessarily what's going on with your spouse. Forgetting memories, we all forget memories. Like you can have a family and have the same experience in your family and you ask everyone what was their memory about that experience and you could have four, five, six different 
memories of that experience because we all choose and pick different memories. So just forgetting something or having confusion on a memory isn't necessarily gaslighting. Um, Disagreeing with your spouse, that's not gaslighting. That's like we all have disagreements. We all may not agree on something. When you know that someone is gaslighting you, this is an example. You're having a conversation with your husband and you ask them something or you're like, hey, I just looked at our video cameras outside while I was out of town and I noticed a woman drove up our driveway and you guys were talking and then she randomly parked her car in our garage. What was that about? And so if that person and, you know, they're like, you didn't know what you saw. I don't know what you looked at. You know, anyways, they're going to try to deny it, of course. Well, hey, I actually printed out pictures. Um, Do you want to look at the pictures? Someone that's truly gaslighting you will be like, oh, my gosh, now you're printing out pictures. Are you a detective? Like, what's wrong with you? They're going to accuse and blame and deny and make it your problem, not theirs. And so as a person, obviously, if you were in a healthy relationship, you'd be like, you're crazy. But that person is so beat down and has no confidence and self-esteem. They start thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm a terrible wife. Like, why am I? He told me she just was stopping by to drop off some papers and um, she had gifts in her car and she didn't want them stolen. So she drove into their uh, garage to make sure that they weren't logically, if you would think about that, like, okay, we don't live in a neighborhood that is super, um, people are stealing things out of people's cars. Like if you thought about it logically, but that person as they're getting gaslighted, start thinking, oh yeah, like I want to trust my husband. Like that really actually makes sense. Uh, He has people dropping off documents to sign all the time. That could be a thing. Maybe she's a paranoid person and has had her car broken into before. And so you go down the path of making excuses for yourself, blaming yourself, even though you have proof, the person that wants to not have you find out is still going to turn it on to you and say, you're crazy. You're just so sensitive. Anyways, and the things could go on and on. So some phrases that I want to think now, just because you've said these phrases didn't mean you're gaslighting, but these are typical phrases. That was just a joke. You need to learn how to take a joke. It's not that big of a deal. You are too sensitive. I would never do that. That never happened. I'm concerned about your memory. You're crazy. I can never do anything right by you. You're not perfect either. So those are just some phrases that people that are gaslighting you might say. And now I want to go to the effects of gaslighting because it's really, they're really awful. You create low self-esteem, a lot of trauma, a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression, self-doubt, PTSD, insecurity. And I think it's so fascinating because I've witnessed this in my own life that almost like my wife's depressed. So now I have permission to go cheat on her with someone that's like alive and exciting and thrilling because, oh, my wife's depressed. Well, my wife's depressed because I've convinced her and because she keeps on trying to figure out if I'm cheating on her 
that she is crazy. And so hence, it's just this horrible cycle. And so if you want to repair your marriage, the acknowledgement of it is the only way, in my opinion, that it's going to happen to admitting to doing these things. Um, But the person that's gotten gaslighted has low self-esteem, all these feelings, right? So the way to get out of it is to focus on you. That is all of our power comes from focusing on us. So if you're in a relationship like this, stop looking at the perpetrator, which might be your husband, your coworker, your mom, your dad. You need to just turn everything inward and focus on yourself. And you need to work on getting your confidence back. Having self-compassion for yourself, don't judge yourself like, what was wrong with me? Why would I do this? Don't even go there. Have patience for yourself. Focus on you. If you need to remove yourself from the situation, you might need to get divorced. But if you don't want to get divorced, create some boundaries for yourself and start recognizing when these patterns are happening. You might need to change jobs, but really focusing on empowering yourself. Don't engage with this person if you can or, you know, if that's a possibility, stop engaging with them until you get healthy in a healthier place. Surround yourself with people that love you and care about you, that you feel safe with, that you trust, and start trusting yourself and gaining a new perspective. And I think for sure hiring a coach, getting into therapy is so crucial because that is who's going to help you figure this out and find your confidence again. I've been on this journey since 2018 of finding myself again. And it's been for me such a beautiful, empowering journey. And I'm so grateful I found coaching because it's changed my life and giving me the confidence to wait, be like, wait, I don't deserve to be treated this way. I am better than this. I deserve better than this. And ultimately, I was hoping I could save my marriage. That didn't happen. So I chose divorce, and I am so grateful I did because I don't have to be involved in that anymore. But a coach can help you find your empowerment, find your desire, find your confidence again. And that is so beautiful, in my opinion, of something that I've been able to discover through coaching, getting coached, as well as becoming a coach, as helping other women, especially that have experienced someone having an affair, getting divorced, experience they're so low and helping them get back to where they used to be and where they want to be. So hopefully this was helpful. Um, There's so many podcasts and books and things out there about gaslighting. I wouldn't throw away like we don't want to just label people. And I think people can change. And someone that realizes that that's what they've been doing in their life Hopefully, the second they can acknowledge it and say, wow, I am so sorry. I was just protecting. You can see they were trying to protect themselves and protect their situation. And it's hard to admit like, oh, hey, wife, I'm having an affair with someone. I've been cheating on you for 10 years. I've been cheating on you for three months. I've been cheating on you um, for what, whatever with your next door neighbor, with uh, this coworker at work, whoever it is. That's a hard pill for someone to admit and swallow, but if they can, 
the change can be amazing and powerful and can work, but it takes the ownership of what they did and also the remorse, the seeing you and seeing what they did. That's how you guys could come together. And it's, I totally believe that's possible, but it's also possible that you can live a happy, thriving life um, if you have to choose divorce. And there's lots of other options out there too. But anyways, thanks so much for listening. I'd love to hear, um, have you leave me a review or send me in topics that you'd like me to talk about. You can email me at hello at Life Coach Jen. And also find me on Instagram at happily even after coach. Have a great day. Thanks. Bye. If you want to learn how to live happily even after, sign up for my email at lifecoachjen with one n.com. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at happily even after podcast. Let's work together to create your happily even after.